G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we've got another mock draft coming to you guys. This time it's a 10-team, 9-category head-to-head league. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Uh, as we said, we're doing another mock draft. Going to have plenty of mocks coming out to you guys this week. The last real week before we are all doing our fantasy basketball drafts before the NBA season starts the following week. It's very close now, guys. We're, we're on the final countdown. Uh, if you're new to the channel and you're preparing for your drafts, welcome. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Make sure you guys thumb up the video. Um, we are doing, like we said, 10-team leagues today, so a bit of a shallower format. So switch up the value on the board. So we're going to head over onto the draft board now and we're going to get started. So I'm going to be picking at pick number six. Okay, we'll get the draft back underway and uh, and we're going to be off the board ready to rock and roll. So um, I'm hoping, I've told these guys to leave me uh, James Harden because he will be the guy that I'm selecting here at pick six. He would be the guy that I would want at pick six or pick five. I can argue James Harden or Kevin Durant um, either way. I think I think that they're the sort of five or six, but I'm going to be going Harden at six here. Let's see what Westbrook does here at five. I would go Durant, and yep, there he is off the board. So James Harden at uh, pick six for me in uh, 10-team league. I really like in a 10-team league the value of his assists. You're still going to be able to get some decent scoring in the second round. Obviously, with the 10-team league, the end of the second round is pretty good. In fact, normally picks 11 and 12, you're going to get some good picks. Picks 8, 9, and 10, maybe even 7, will get some really good picks along the second uh, round here. So I think that the um, second half of the draft is a really, really good place to be drafting in, in a league like this. I haven't actually done a 10-team league mock draft yet, so it will be interesting to see how things shake out with the uh, the smaller the smaller player pool here. So off the first round, so look at this. In the second round, we've still got Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Halliburton, all still available. There goes Dame to pair with Jason Tatum. I like that pairing. I think that's pretty nice. I would go probably Tyrese there. Okay, no, no, we've gone Anthony Davis to pair with Carlton Towns, starting with two bigs. That's interesting. Don't completely hate it. I probably would have gone with maybe a Tyrese Halliburton and and uh, lean into a bit of a punt point situation. If Halliburton makes it to me, I'm definitely taking him. Um, oh, yeah, thought he might not make it to me there. So this is the point where what can I do? I'm usually pretty keen on going with a Kyrie Irving here. I feel like I'm taking him in a lot of mocks, but 
hey, let's let's keep up the uh, let's keep up the brand. Let's keep going with Kyrie Irving at pick number fifteen. That was so for my second pick to pair with James Harden. Scoring is going to help out with James. Maybe not as good of a scorer as some of these other guys, but Kyrie will definitely make up for that. My free throws are absolutely really strong. Steals are very solid. Threes are very good. Um, Field goal percentage is is not the best, but we'll see how that goes around. Um, Turnovers obviously a bit higher, um, lacking. Although James Harden giving me seven rebounds from a guard, I think that's pretty solid. Durant pairs with James Hart. Sorry, LeBron James pairs with Kevin Durant, and then Devin Booker goes off the board here. All pretty standard, I think so far. Ja Morant coming up next with Luca. That's an interesting pairing. I might have. Been more tempted to go with the Bam, but in a 10-team, he might come back to you. Giannis gets Sabonis. Again, I'm, I'm rather taking a Gobert or a Bam in that situation. But, um, yeah, it will be interesting to see what kind of players will fall back around in a 10-team league when you've got fewer teams going with a similar kind of punch strategy. Um, we will see BBB back on the clock to pair with someone and his uh, Nikola Jokic. Let's see what he does. Anthony Edwards goes there at pick number 20. Again, okay, he's gone the full the full fun team with Edwards and Cade on the same team with Jokic. It's not the worst. Um, I might have rather a Paul George, DeJounte Murray at that point. And there he is, Gobert comes back to you. So a very strong start for pick number two with Giannis in this kind of a, a league size. Um, man, if okay, Paul George. That was optimistic to think he makes it back to me. But DeJounte Murray will be the pick here if he does return to me. Um, unless there's someone obvious that I'm missing here. Um, I'm into DeJounte Murray this year. I think he's a top 20 guy. Bam is another one that I don't mind. Freddie Van Vliet. I've got Kyrie. Do I want to go Fred Van Vliet with Kyrie and double up on the risk? It would mean I'm really leaning into that punt field goal. What I think I might do here is go with the DeJounte. I think, for me, I want to go with someone just a little bit less risky. DeJounte's rebounds and steals are going to be great for a guard. Maybe the points with him and Harden compared to a few of these other guys is a little bit suspect. My blocks aren't looking very strong at all, so I might look to punt that category. Um... This is what I'm thinking so far. Kyrie Irving and DeJounte are, are not the worst at turnovers, so I might not be absolutely horrible in that area. And there goes Fred Van Vliet straight away after to go into that Steph Curry Halliburton team. So that's a punt field goal percentage team. Kawhi Leonard off the board next at pick 28. I think that's a good pairing with two safe guys before him. So Lamelo and Trey. Kawhi, that's a very strong start. Um, Porzingis then goes with Towns and Davis. So lots of bigs in that team over there. A couple of risky guys paired back-to-back. So we'll see. We'll see. You're going to have more opportunity to get some of these risky guys in a 10-team league. Um, So perhaps you want to just make sure your team's a little safer. There is still a lot of talent left on the board. Garland off at pick 31. I think that's fine. A player that I always seem to be getting is a Drew Holiday around this sort of a level. I think he's just really safe and solid. Um, I love his steals early. The assists should be high. Um, do I want to start with all guards in my first four picks? That's the question. I do just like a lot of the guards early. 
Um, it really puts me in a strong position for my assists and steals. Free throw percentage will be really nice. But maybe it's a little bit of overkill. Hmm. Who should I be targeting to get back to me here? Funny enough, at pick 33, we've still got Zion on the board, but I think he might last a little bit longer with a few of these teams looking after their free throw percentage. I imagine if he gets that Luka team... Oh, no, there he goes. Speaking of the great man, Zion Williamson goes at 34. Interesting to pair him with this team here. Don't know if that's where I would have gone. Hmm. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Do I look after and get some rebounds now? I think that I actually might. Let's go with the Vucevic here at 35. It's not awesome value, but I just want someone who can give me some solid rebounds. I think he can hit me some threes and give me some decent assists from the uh, the center position, and he won't hurt my free throws. Um yeah, so I think I think Vuce is not necessarily the biggest value on the board. I think that Drew, Chris Paul would maybe be more value in terms of contributions to my build, but I do just want to make sure I get those bigs because in a lot of these mocks that I'm doing, those bigs are going. And in a 10-team league, there will be a bit more value to get some good assists and steals and threes later. So let's let's lock that away for now and see what happens. This draft is motoring along, guys. We're we're only we're less than ten minutes in, and we're already uh, halfway through round four. So I like I like the pace that we're on here, guys. A um, couple of news stories that came out today that are happening literally right as I record this. Um, Jamal Murray looks like he's injured himself. He it looks like he grabbed at his hamstring, but the uh, Nuggets are calling a bruised or a, a sore thigh. Wait to see what more news is that. And then Jalen Suggs went down with a lot of pain today and uh, uh, did it not look good. A bit of a hyperextension type injury. Um, again, not the best news. Um, helps players like um, Cole Anthony, Mark L. Fultz if he's out for a long time and he comes back before him. Um, but yeah, still waiting to see the news on this one. This one, this video, this mo- podcast will probably come out after we have learned the news, but I'm recording it just as those things have happened. So um, check me out over on Twitter at BallBoysNBA and I'll update you guys on, on what I think this impacts fantasy um, drafts. Of course, it happens just after I've released the uh, risky players and the injured players video, but oh well, we'll, we'll cover it again in a bit of a preseason recap. After my pick there went DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday, Evan Mobley, Darren Fox, and Chris Paul. I like the Holiday, Mobley, and Paul picks. Uh, I actually like the, the Fox pick as well. It fits that team very nicely. Scotty Barnes then goes to start the fifth round. All pretty solid picks here, guys, so far. I'm not really questioning any of them. Maybe the Zion in terms of a build was a bit weird. And here goes Shea at pick 42. I think that that's, that's a good value. He could be a top 25. He should be a top 25 guy. Um so I like that pick there. Let's think about who I'm going to be wanting on the way back around. Zach Levine, Terry Rozier are players that I'm looking at. Do I need some more rebounding? Um, maybe I can get that later. Maybe I can get it later. Look after my scoring for now. So I'll get one of these two players, Zach Levine or Terry Rozier. Zach Levine might be nice because he can fit my forward spot. I've already got a few guards. So maybe I go that direction. My steals are already pretty strong. So with Harden, Irving, and DeJounte, I've got some good steals. 
So Levine's lack of steals there won't harm me too much. Chris Middleton that goes. So I have the choice here. What are we at? Pick 46. Um, what should we do with this selection? Let's go Zach Levine. Again, I'm doing this just because I'm going to be going with a bit of a punt blocks team. So there's going to be some good guards that I can get later. So I'm going to get Zach who's going to fill a forward spot for me. So that's what we're going to do there. I am looking after I need to get my scoring up after putting myself in a little bit of a hole with uh, Vucevic, DeJounte Murray, um, and Harden. Again, Harden's obviously a good scorer, but compared to some of the first-round guys, I need to catch myself up in that category. So need to look after that before it gets harder and harder to find. All right, eight picks to my spot, so that means I'll be picking around 55. So let's put a few guys on the queue who I hope to get on the way back. Terry Rozier goes the immediate pick after that, so I think that's the right spot. Um, Jalen Brown will be someone if he makes it back to me. OG will be someone. Devin Vassell. They're the kind of players that I'm looking for. Okay. So see if we can fill up a few of those forward spots. Hopefully one of those guys will make it back to me. I'd imagine that Vassell should be there. I think Bain would be optimal. He would be a good one to get back to me, although he's sitting at the top of the board, so I don't know if he's going to make it back to me. Jalen Brown just went after Valanchunas. Again, we're motoring along here, guys. I think that um, everything, yeah, again, no crazy picks here. No crazy picks here. Jakob Pertl goes there. Is that a punt free throw percentage team? No, but they've got some strong guys in Jimmy Butler and Damian Lillard. All very strong free throw guys. Tatum's decent there, so they might be able to, to get that. Obviously, blocks are hard to find, so Pirtle should be fine in that position. Um, that's where you kind of kind of weigh up. Okay, do I salvage the blocks? Miles Turner might have been a better situation. If he's still on the board, he would have been a better pick there. Now, I wasn't considering him because I'm punting that category, but if I was the TJ Walker team, Miles Turner would have been the guy. Remember, if you guys are drafting on fan tracks, he is way down the list. Uh, I think he's at like 100 and something on the ADP, so just remember that. Um, when you are drafting over here on Fantrax. Okay, it's up to me. I have the option between Bane and OG. Um, what should I do? Let's maybe go... I think I prefer OG just by a hair. I think that he is going to get me a little... I trust his steals more. The rebounds might be slightly higher. Um yeah, maybe the threes aren't as good and the free throw percentage isn't as good, but that's fine. I think that the value of his rebounds is going to help me a little more. I could have gone Bane. Those were the two that I was tossing up. I think he should go in pretty soon now afterwards. Ooh, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy at 57. We're starting to get a little too carried away with Josh Giddy. I mean, I, it's not crazy. And Shengun as well. We're getting a bit too carried away. I mean, the big guys are going off the board very, very quickly. So I understand it. Um, I do get it. And if you need bigs, I still maybe you can wait another round. I don't know. Would he be there? Probably not. People are getting too excited. Um so the bigs, yeah, the centers, if you want rebounds, rebounds have not normally been this difficult in my experience. Like this year, I feel like rebounds are the hardest they've ever been to get in teams unless you are willing to just punt the free throw percentage category or sacrifice your points. Yeah, it's hard. 
it's hard to get rebounds and stay balanced elsewhere. This is, that's why I, I went with that Vucevic pick earlier because I knew later on it would be hard to get guys that fit what I wanted to do. Julius Randle goes at 60, oh, sorry, 59, too early for me. That's an awesome steal on Desmond Bain at pick 61. Great, great value um, to pair along with Jalen Green. I think that's a good, good team. This is a fun team over here by BBB. Um, yeah, Chris Paul as well with a bit of value. You, you have to try and make up the points there, but you get Jalen Green, which should be able to do so. So I like this team that BBB is constructing here. Uh, obviously, you start with Jokic. It's you know, kind of hard to muck it up, but um, it looks like they're going with a bit of a punt blocks build, which I think is the way you should go there. So they might be my main competition in this kind of a league. Let's drag this down so you guys can see a bit more. All right. Coming around to me here again, Vassell is my number one target. I also like my guy Jabari here. Um, okay, so I've got the choice. Paolo's too high up the board in my opinion. I'm, I'm a bit worried about Paolo. Doesn't, I've never been a big fan. Uh, okay, who do I go? Vassell or Jabari? Hmm, how much do I want to salvage my rebounds? Uh, and steals will be better with Vassell. Probably more threes. Let's, let's go Vassell. Again, he's going to fill a forward spot for me. At 66, I think that's good. Decent value. He could be top 50, especially in the build that I'm looking at here. I love Mason Vazell. He's one of my favorite guys this season. Um, I have to be aggressive. You might be able to get him later in your draft if, if you have guys in the in your league that are a little bit less switched on, maybe don't watch as many ball boys content or anything like that. So you might be able to even get him around later than that. But no, I think he's going to be good this season. He hasn't had the most explosive start to the uh, preseason, but I think when Keldon Johnson's back and he's kind of more the primary role, Vassell will actually benefit from that. I think that's more of his... His thing is is being like a secondary guy, um, not necessarily the primary scorer, but he should put up nearly nearly twenty points a game, three threes, five rebounds, two and a half to three assists, a steal and a half, um, good free throw percentage. Field goal will be poor, um, but I think that that's obviously fine. I'm I'm leaning a bit more into that punt blocks, punt field goal percentage build. Yeah. That is basically what I'm leaning into. So field goal percentage and blocks are out the window. Al Horford going at pick 69. Bit too early for me. Little bit too early. Um, I know that the... Damn it. There goes Jabari Smith. It's so hard to get Jabari in these kind of drafts when I've got all these guys that know that I love him. I went on Josh Lloyd's podcast the other day and I said, I'm almost a bit annoyed that he um, played so well in that... um, in that first preseason game, he's he's done his ankle, I think, uh, was it, or, or a hand or, or something minor. Not not worried at all. But, yeah, that first game put him on a lot of people's radars. So, yeah, it's a shame. I think you might not be able to get him as late as you could have maybe a week ago. But I still really like him. I still think he should be a top 70 guy. Um, if you're punting field goal percentage, he has a chance at top 50. Um, oh, we're going to... Count it down. What do we got here, mate? Oh, okay. Hold up. Sorry, guys. I'm going to undo that one. Um, 
what are we going to go here? Make sure he's in the room. I mean, Palo at this spot is not the worst thing. Just want to make sure it's a legit draft. Um, unless the guy's gone. Tyrese Maxey. Okay, so that didn't... The other guy went Wendell Carter, so he should go Wendell Carter here again. So that's fine. It doesn't disrupt anything. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey, I think that's fine. He's looking good. I'll tell you what, he's looking good. Um, might have been a little bit earlier than when I originally thought... Jamal Murray, oh, he just did his... Potentially just did his hamstring. Um, yeah, so maybe I leave him. D'Angelo Russell's another one here to get me some assists late. Oh, it's up to me. Shit. Okay. Um, a guy that I am getting a lot of is PJ Washington, but I actually think that I'm, I'm going to take the risk and see it's a 10-team league. So it's not that many picks before me. So I'm going to try and lock away some more assists here and go with the D'Angelo Russell. And I'm going to hope that a PJ Washington gets back to me because, again, he's another center-eligible player in the punt field goal, punt block build that I'm trying to... I'm trying to do here, so I think for me, he is someone that I will be targeting a lot in those kind of a builds. I just got him in the, uh, I think I reached for him at pick 68 or 69 in the 20 team league draft. Again, with that team, I probably wouldn't go normally that early on him, but in that league, there's only five starters. Um, one of them is a center position, so I needed to fill that position and uh, in this kind of a build, he's the best option at this stage. And obviously, 20 teams, um, there was about, geez, how many? There would have been 24 picks between myself and the next pick. So I didn't think he'd be coming back to me. So I wanted to just lock that away. A few other guys that might have been better were on the board, but just wanted to really lock away the value of that center position. So, But in this kind of a league with 10 teams, half the amount, um, I am going to risk hoping he comes back to me. And I do already have Vucevic in my center position. So after my pick of Russell, we've got um, Franz Wagner, Paolo Boncaro then goes, Buddy Heal, Jordan Poole. Um, hopefully Jordan Poole's face is okay and he's right to play basketball. Um, that footage coming out from the Warriors, that was um, that was pretty nuts. Oh, Draymond. I, you'd have to think that, that maybe like a team suspension is coming along for that. It, it probably won't be for much, but maybe like a couple of games or so. Um, Pretty wild stuff. I'd be pretty pissed if I were the Warriors, though, that that footage got out. Um, yeah. But I think he's fine there. Uh, yeah, I think it's fine. I have a trough, I ha- have a tough time placing Poole in my rankings just because he wasn't very good last year with Clay and Steph both healthy. They're going to be resting a lot, so I think he will get periods of starting and coming off the bench. And he might be better than coming off the bench than he was last year, but... Yeah, it's still a little bit of concern. There goes Jamal Murray at pick 84. I think that's tremendous value. If it is just a, a bruised thigh, again, we're all a bit conscious because it's just happening before this mock draft. Uh, that could be really, really good value. I'd have him as a top 60 guy, uh, personally. I'm not too worried about him getting rested, although this little injury here might mean that they are a little bit more cautious, even if it is just like a thigh bruise or whatever it is that they're saying. It just um, is enough to maybe scare some teams. So... Yeah. If PJ is here, I will be taking him. It's pick 85. Marcus Smart goes off the board. I think that that is a fine selection. So my gamble paid off. My gamble paid off. I'll put him in the forward position, whatever. Um, PJ Washington. I, I seem to be getting a lot of him. He seems to be a bit of a my guy this year. I just I just like him for this kind of a build. I think he's he going to give me good threes, good assists from a center, good a steal. You know, the... Um, 
The points should be better this year. The rebounds will hopefully be better. I'm not the best rebounder, so maybe I need to address that moving forward. I might be half kind of punting that category as well. So maybe who can who can salvage me some rebounds? Um, it is hard. It is hard to... I, I've seen a few comments about people saying this, and I do agree. It is hard to punt the blocks and still keep your rebounds solid. Um, it is quite difficult. This year, more than any. Um, yeah, a lot of those big guys, Sabonis, um, those typical punt block guys are going early. There goes Keegan Murray. He was an option to help me with my rebounds. Trey Jones goes. Another guy I might have been looking at. Um, man, what do I do here? Do I go Gordon Hayward? Should be about his level, about his zone. Um, Zubats could be an option. Pretty boring pick. Actually, Camp Johnson is a guy that I like here. He's someone that I'm going to target at this pick. Oh, there goes Suggs at 93. Again, we don't know the injury, but with everything being a bit weird at the moment, I probably would have pulled the trigger that early. That's pretty early regardless for Suggs. Um, I mean, it's literally just happened. So this this person might not be aware of the of the injury, so we'll have to forgive him for that one. But it is kind of early anyway. Um, I think right now, before I know anything, I'm probably letting him drop maybe to pick at least one twenty onto my bench. Um, once my starters are all filled, so let's go Cam Johnson here. I think that at ninety five, that's a pretty safe pick. Um, I've filled up all of my starters here now. He should be a decent rebounder, maybe five or six per game. Um, but we are motoring along. How how quick are we going to get this draft done here, guys? Are we going to get done before 40 minutes? I reckon we can. Nice and quick, sharp podcast for you guys. Sadiq Bey goes after. Kyle Lowry after that as well. Kyle Kuzma is maybe someone who can help my rebounds. Let's have a look at him. Gordon Hayward is someone I'm keeping my eye on. Um... Maybe Jared Vanderbilt, my rebounds and steals. Oh, another guy that I do like here. Olinick is someone that I want to keep an eye on for maybe later. Um, who else am I looking at? Hmm. It almost is, actually, if this guy does get back to me, I'm going to take him. John Jackson Jr. If he's there, he's going to jump. Straight into my team. We've got the bench. And this is the advantage of having a, doing a 10-team league. He actually probably should go about now. 10-team league, you're, you're, obviously your starters are going to finish up. But as soon as it's onto your bench, I'm happy to take any of these injured guys. I actually took Jaron Jackson in the... I think it was the ninth round in the Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. In that thing, I had a similar kind of issue where I was running out. I didn't have any centers at that point. So I wanted to get him. Again, give me some threes, some points, some good free throw percentage. And, and because blocks are so scarce, even if you just have one guy who's elite in that category, it might be enough for you to beat the other teams that are punting blocks. It could just be the separator. So for me, that is um, something that I would definitely... I mean, he should go before he gets to me, but he's a bit down on these ranking lists and might not be in people's radar. But Jaron Jackson Jr. is definitely someone I'm going to be considering here. My team is pretty... After the initial Kyrie Irving, James Harden... 
picks. I'm pretty safe. I don't fear many injuries or anything like that on my team. There goes Kyle Kuzma. So I'm very happy to take some some risks and some flyers late in the draft here. Look, even even Rob, even Robert Williams could be someone that I look at here to help with my rebounds, catapult me very high up in the blocks. Um, it's going to push me above a lot of these other teams. It's going to probably push me above, probably not that team, um, you know, probably BBB, it, it, it shoot me above those guys. He's really only got Jalen Smith. Jokic might get you a block per game. So I will take one of those injured guys here. There goes Claxton. Come on, JJJ, get to me. Give me Jaron. Come on. You take Russell Westbrook. He's at the top of the board. Take him. You know you want to. You know you want to. Good. All right, Mike Conley. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take Jaron Jackson Jr. Pick 106. All of my starters are filled. Top 40, top 50 guy. Um, yeah, it's going to catapult me in the blocks category. And uh, obviously, he's still going to be value to me. So I've got three centers now. Jaron, PJ, and... Vucevic, all of which are going to help me. Great free throw shooters. So my free throws should be looking very strong, although PJ's not the best, but not high volume. Free throws should be looking amazing. My points are decent. Threes are basically unbeatable. So I don't really need to look for some more threes necessarily. Oh, and there goes Robert Williams immediately after. So perhaps many people were falling asleep at the wheel with that those kind of um, injured guys, but they will fall a little bit. And this is about where they normally go in a 12-team league. But remember, in a 10-team league, I'm happy to take them a little bit earlier because the um, waiver wire will be better in this kind of a league. There's not as many players picked. So the difference between who I'm getting here at this spot and then who I'm picking up the waiver wire is actually just not that great. So I think that that in a 10-team league, these two selections are just awesome, awesome value because, yeah, Rob Williams is top 30 guy. Jaron Jackson's top 40, top 50 guy. Um, you know, did a bit better in my build than, than Rob Williams, but I think both of them, like I said, I would have taken either. Jaren, uh, Isaiah Jackson, excellent pick here. Again, you're into your bench now in a 10-team league. You might see these guys go a bit earlier, although that's around where he goes normally. So um, happy to take a bit more of a swing on these upside guys. Definitely happy to take a swing on these upside guys. Jared Vanderbilt then goes, okay, now I've got to start to think about my guys here. Hartenstein, Jaden McDaniels. I probably do need... I've also found that steals can be somewhat difficult to get here. I'm pretty strong in steals, actually, though, with Irving, Harden, DeJounte, OG, Vassell. So I'm I'm actually not too bad in steals. Probably need to get some last-minute assists. So maybe Malcolm Brogdon and Monty Morris are guys that I'm looking at here. Bones. Um, I probably do need some decent assists. Just before they completely dry up. Brandon Clark goes. I'm pretty off Brandon Clark now. I think he definitely is someone who I'd probably rather just take outside the 120 if I could. He could still be okay if you're looking for that field goal percentage boost. Okay, who do I want here? Do I want Brogdon or Monty Morris? I'll probably go just Monty because I know he's starting. It's not like Brogdon's the highest upside guy either. So let's let's go on Monty Morris. Just lock in those assists before they completely dry up later in the draft. 
And then we can just look for some big upside swings on these last couple of picks. I wonder how my rebounds do stack out. Not the best. I'm very strong in a few categories, though. I'm very strong in threes. Very strong in free throw percentage. My steals and assists should be very nice. How do my points look? I think they look pretty decent compared to some of these other teams. Maybe points and rebounds, maybe is what I try to focus on to finish off, just to be okay in that position. I haven't completely thrown away turnovers either, although I've got a few... Yeah, no, I haven't completely thrown away. Malcolm Brogdon then goes. Cole Anthony goes. One nineteen for Cole. Sorry, one eighteen for Cole Anthony. One nineteen for Malcolm Brogdon. I think that that's fine, especially if that Suggs injury is a bit more serious. Cole Anthony looks like he might be the last man standing there in Orlando, so should start the year pretty pretty good. Um, again, the field goal percentage will hurt. It will definitely hurt, but he's going to get a lot of uh, playmaking. Jeremy Grant's still on the board. That's interesting. I'll I'll take Jeremy Grant if he's still there. I'm not a big Jeremy Grant fan, but I will take him. Oh no, nope, there he goes <laughs> at 120. That's good value on Jeremy Grant. I've I've not ever been. A, he normally goes higher than this, but 120. Yeah, hell yeah. Why not? Harrison Barnes. You're obviously seeing the difference here in the 10-team leagues compared to 12-team leagues. All the teams are going to look really good, so you can often leave your draft feeling like, hell yeah, my team's really good, but most of the other teams are really good as well. So it is harder, in my opinion, um, maybe it's just because I've been doing a lot of 12-team leagues sort of stuff to sort of see how your team actually stacks up against the others, but um, it does it does just feel like a, like a nice team. Everyone I've drafted, I felt like I've got them at a, a decent spot here. Um, Hartenstein goes. I think that's a good pick in the second to last round. Brooke Lopez. Maybe would have gone a bit more upside there. So, let's maybe go with a... Hmm. I do like me some Jaden McDaniels. Let's maybe do that. At 126... He can provide me some bit of upside. I hope his rebounding isn't too affected by Rudy Gobert. Tari is another one. But yeah, it looks like he's definitely going to come off the bench. Um, he could be really good late in the season. Just might be hard to hold him. Um, if you feel like you're head and shoulders above a lot of other guys in your league and you're feeling really confident, then I don't mind him. But if you're in a competitive league, a league that's going to be hard for you to break away from the pack from, then it's a tough one. I think he might be hard to hold. I still think definitely draft him, but I wouldn't be going. This is pretty, yeah, it's very much, it might have been a bit early for me for Tari. There's a few other guys that I feel a bit more secure about. Like Bones is still on the board. I'll go Bones if he makes it to me. Poku at 133. Eh, whatever. They're not they're mixing and matching their starters in the preseason so far, so he might be the starter there, but he might not. Russell Westbrook goes. I think that OKC front court rotation is going to be a bit of a mess. So I don't know if there's going to be any winners out of that situation, perfectly honest. Poku has the highest upside. And then Westbrook goes after. Just gross. I don't don't want Westbrook on my team, to be honest. Even if I'm punting free throws, which this team might be doing with Zion there. 
All right, let's go Bonesy Bones. Uh, pick 135. That's, that's late for Bones. I don't see him go that late very often. So absolutely, I will take me some Bones Highland at 135. Dorian Finney-Smith then goes on Yeka Okongwu. So, yeah, again, 10-team leagues. All these hot names are going very end, very end of the draft. So I think Okongwu usually goes higher than this. I think that's an excellent last-round pick. I absolutely would have taken him ahead of a lot of these other guys. Wiseman I didn't touch on. Not a big fan of him in this league. I mean, I, he's a fine late-round flyer, but they're just Okongwu, Bones, just guys that I'd much rather take the flyer on instead of him. Um, he's not horrible, though. Um, last couple of picks here, guys. Smashed out this mock draft. Uh, Lonzo Ball goes. Excellent. That's fine. Last round pick. You put him on your IR and just see whatever happens. Grab someone off the waiver wire. There's heaps of talent still left on the waiver wire like we normally see in a 10-team league. D'Anthony Melton's still there, so you could just yeah bench him, put Melton there. Patrick Williams is still available. Um, yeah, still a few guys. Emmanuel Quickly I like. You know, Caruso, if you're after some steals, Trey Murphy, Sumnu, you know, Jalen Williams from OKC, I like as well as a last round guy. Well, there goes Patrick Williams to finish off the draft. Um, so that will do it for us today, guys. Um, let me know what you guys think of the team. Let's maybe pull up the boys right here and uh, have a look at them. So here are the team. Here's the team here, guys, over on this side. James Harden first, Kyrie DeJounte. So started with three guards, lots of steals, assists early on. Free throw percentage is amazing. Um, so very heavy there. Then I wanted to lock in a bit of rebounds. I wonder how my rebounds do stack up. You know, maybe it, it isn't the best, but I, I, yeah, it's hard to know. Um, We'll sort of see that might be maybe a trade piece that I that I move later on, depending on how competitive I am in the rebounds. And if I am just losing every week, then I just try to get a bit more solid in some of those other categories like uh, points or assists. But Vooch should still be should still be solid. He is a good score and a good free throw percentage for my center. And then um, just a few forwards I, had, I needed to round out. Levine, OG, Vassell. I think I got decent value on all of those guys. Um, PJ Washington, my second center, Cam Thomas, oh, sorry, Cameron Johnson should be very strong in my build, punting the blocks. Jaron Jackson, as soon as I'm onto my bench, I'm taking that upside swing. Could really be a difference maker for me here. Uh, might beat all those other punt block teams um, just with that player alone. Uh, Monty Morris finishing up some good assists and then a few flyer picks in McDaniels and Bonesy Highland. So let me know what you guys would have done if you would have made any other different picks at my spot. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel. We are going to be pumping out um, basically a video every day until the start of the season. So lots of fantasy content coming your way. More mocks, sleepers and busts coming for the last time. And I'll catch you guys next time. Laters.